What's going on, people? This is um, DJ Jack or Rock on 992. I have a couple of different um, radio personalities. I recently went on to my um, blog talk radio uh, page that I have not used in like five years, and I forgot that my name was DJ Jack. Um, so I think I'm going to keep that instead of Rock on 992. We're pretty new in the series, so I'm going to keep Rock on 992 just for YouTube. Um, but I'm going to be DJ Jack on the radio. This is Anything Goes. I'm your host, DJ Jack. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm very late on this episode, and I apologize. I know that I said every episode will be on Wednesdays. This Wednesday, I was just dog-tired. My mind's been racing lately. Um, and if you listened to the intro song, if you have access to it, if you're on Anchor and you heard the intro song, um, this kind of it kind of ties to what I'm going to be talking about for a little bit today. If you don't have the intro song on your podcast provider, the intro to this um, podcast is the song It's Like That by Run DMC. You know, where they go, it's like that, and that's the way it is. Huh. Um, since my podcast is called Anything Goes, um, today I'm going to talk about self-doubt. Um, and that's a common thing that is really popping up and really affecting not only kids, but adults um, in the world today. You know, our society is really plagued by social media. Um, it's also plagued by the approval of others. And really, as people, um, we have to figure out how to navigate our way through self-doubt. Um, I personally have my own helpline for navigating self-doubt. I have my personal confidant, somebody that I talk to on the regular, someone that I find my identity in, and that's Christ. I am a Christian. Um, I firmly believe that I find my identity in Christ and everything that Christ has done and not in my accomplishments and what I do and what people think of me. And that is so freeing and that's so refreshing. Maybe you find your self-confidence in your accomplishments. Um, maybe you find it in something that you do. I'm not sure what you find your self-confidence in, but always everyone, no matter what type of, what you believe, <clears throat> no matter what you don't believe, everyone goes through a period of self-doubt. Um, and I am currently going through one myself, even though I am a Christian, I do still sometimes struggle with self-doubt and really reminding myself and really believing in my heart that Christ is my identity. Um, so how do you navigate through self-doubt? Because self-doubt is such a big thing right now, especially because a lot of people have virtual personalities. You know, we got Instagram, we got Facebook, we got Twitter, we got Snapchat, we got all that stuff. And people are trying to really go viral these days, which is, I think is crazy. Um, <laughs> there's really no need for all that. How do you navigate self-doubt? Well, there are a couple things that... I think are really good key points for helping yourself navigate through it. Number one, remind yourself of who you are. You're going to have to build some self-confidence within yourself. Self-doubt sometimes means that your self-confidence is a little bit lacking or the confidence that you already have built up inside of you is just not present. Um, the Lord, I believe firmly that the Lord has instilled confidence within me um, to be the person that he has called me to be. Sometimes I lack that. Um, so to get confidence, I typically talk to God. Um, I just kind of say, yo, can you just please instill in me the confidence that you've provided for me? You know, it's a prayer, it's a conversation with him. 
um, how do you practically apply self-confidence? Because, you know, some people are going to be like, oh yeah, okay, that Jesus stuff is really good, Jackie, but how do I practically apply self-confidence? Well, I'm glad you asked. You're going to have to start with something that you can say to yourself. And this is something that I tell my kids at school all the time. They get into fights. They get upset over the littlest things because they're trying to develop self-confidence within themselves. This is the, you know, they're in fourth grade. This is the time where they're like really starting to question themselves. Sad, but true. Um, You may have to look in the mirror and say how good you look. I'm looking in the mirror right now and I may say that my hair is a mess, but dang, I got some good eyes and dang, I got a good face shape and dang, my weight really holds, my body really holds my weight really well, even though I'm fat. (laughs) Um, You have to look on the positive sides, find some good things about yourself and really speak those things into existence. Who are you? You know, you really have to know who you are in order to instill self-confidence. Know your strengths, your weaknesses, your hobbies, your interests, your likes, your dislikes, the people that you love, the people that you are not very fond of. Everybody's got those people. Um, And just be confident in really who you are as a person. The second thing that I think that really helps to remove self-doubt, take your mind off of it. Um, Now, obviously, you're going to have to do this with a combination of other things, but Obviously, if you do a hobby or if you keep yourself busy, sometimes that will keep your mind off of it. Number three, deal with the fact that you will overcome, that you will not overcome. Deal with the fact that you will come across self-doubt no matter how old you are. I am not a teenager anymore. haven't been a teenager for quite some time. I'm not a child anymore and I still doubt myself and I'm currently going through a long period of doubting myself and really what you need to remember when you're going through self-doubt is this is just the phase this is just the process this is just some adversity that I'm going to go through but you have to remind yourself that you will overcome it um what I have to remind myself personally because of whom I put my trust my faith and my hope in is that I will overcome this by God's grace. Um, I can never overcome self-doubt without God in my corner. I really can't. And I kudos, hats off to those people that can really overcome self-doubt by themselves or, you know, just overcome it by themselves or believe that they can. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> you know, I need, I need something to hope in, something to believe in, something to give me purpose, um, So by the grace of God, I will overcome this self-doubt patch in my life. And lastly, number four, talk it out with some people that you really trust and that you love. Those people will want to hear how you're really doing. If you have friends, be real with them. Let them know what's going on. Be raw. Be vulnerable. You know, that really grows a friendship. I, the most treasured friendships that I have in my life are the friends that I've shared the deepest, darkest of secrets that I have with. I am still, I still keep in contact with most of my friends that I've shared all my deep, dark secrets with, and I'm so thankful that I have them. Surround yourself with people that you love, talk it out, you know, kind of let them know, yo, I'm going through this patch in my life where I just don't know who I am. You know, if you really love and you trust them, don't like heavily weigh what they think about you, but just kind of say, can you remind me of who I am in some way? You know, they could write you a letter. They could verbally say who they think you are. 
Um, I'm not saying like, you know, take everything that they say to heart, but what I'm saying is like, really think about what they say. If it's somebody that you really trust, like someone you trust with your life, think about what they say about you. Speak that into existence, if you will. Last but not least, overcome self-doubt. Love yourself. (laughs) I can't tell you this enough. Loving yourself is very important. Um, Even though I'm going through a patch of self-doubt, doubting myself, doubting sometimes the words that I say, even doubting right now this podcast episode will be effective for some people. Um, At the end of the day, I still love myself. All the stuff that jiggles and all. (laughs) All the hot mess of myself that looks and all. The fact that I need a haircut. I still love myself. You have got to love yourself. And really, you know, there's an old saying, like, no one can really love you until you love yourself. Very true. No one's going to really respect you until you respect yourself. No one's going to really take care of you until you start taking care of yourself. Health, physically, mentally, emotionally. You got to be there for yourself before anybody else can. Sometimes you will be your biggest cheerleader and that's okay. Um, Hit me back. Comment on this podcast. Subscribe to it if you feel the need, if you feel like you want to. Thanks for tuning in. Um, If you're a Christian or if you pray, just pray for me in this season of self-doubt, guys. It's really taking a toll on my emotional health, sometimes my mental health, too. Um, But I know and I have faith and I absolutely know for sure that this patch in my life will pass. Thanks for tuning in, guys. DJ Jack signing out. What is up? It's DJ Jack and welcome to Anything Goes, the late edition yet again. So I'm sorry. I don't think I'm going to be able to go through this, like tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. I think when summer starts for me, it'll be a thing. But right now you just kind of have to deal with these late, like Saturday, Sunday weekend episodes. So for now, tune in every Saturday or Sunday for a new episode. Yay. Um, So today's topic is being a finisher. Um, I am not going to lie to you guys. I struggle with finishing a lot of stuff. There's a lot of books in my personal library. Like we're talking like regular bind bound books. There are audio books on my audible account. There are stories that have been started on my computer. There have been novel ideas that have been written down, but I am the master and even like just like songs that I've written or I've started to write or tried to write or like even a drawing that I've started. I am literally the queen of unfinished things, unfinished projects, unfinished ideas, unfinished stories, unfinished books, you name it. There's probably something that I've been working on that I just never finished. I took a break, quote unquote, and it was mainly like a hiatus and I never went back to it. Um, so because I have such a great expertise in not finishing things, including a weight loss journey that I found myself starting over yet again this year, um, I am the queen of not finishing things. So I just wanted to encourage all of us that are, that really are terrible at finishing things to really encourage ourselves to finish things even more so. So the first thing that I really want you to think about as you're trying to figure out how am I going to finish something, number one write, type, text, whatever, set out a plan or a course 
for what's going to happen. Now, life happens. You know, God, I believe that God puts things in our path that kind of say, you have to take a break from this for a while because I want you to do something else. Or life just happens. You know, things happen. People change. Things change. Situations change. And we got to take breaks from the stuff that we want to do to do something that we have to do. So I'm not saying that those things are going to take forever. Um, sometimes you may have a health impairment or a health impediment that may delay something, but have a plan. Even when you can get back to it, have a plan in mind in the back of your head. That's like, okay, I want to do this in this amount of time. And so then when you can get back to it for whatever reason made you stop, you can go back to whatever it is. Um, so have a plan in mind. The second thing is map out your plan. Think about, or especially write down like what you want the time period for each thing. Now, I'm not saying, you know, not everything goes to plan. I understand that. I totally get that. But just have like a timeline of when you want things done, stuff that you can control. Because there are some things in your life that you honestly, you can control if you choose to. I mean, we all choose how we react to things. You choose whether or not you're in control of something sometimes. So... Have a timeline of what you want to do. Sorry, I got allergies. That's why I'm, I'm gonna be sne- I'm gonna be sniffling on this uh, episode today. Uh, have a plan. Have a timeline. The third thing I want you to do, as well as have a plan, have a timeline, is also um, just goodness. Just be intentional. I think that we always have ambitious plans and dreams. We aim really high, and then we just like. We have a dartboard that's really high up a tree, but we're only like five foot three. And this tree is like seven feet. And we throw our dart at the target on top of the seven foot tree. And we're like, I missed. I can't do it anymore. I know that's definitely me. Um, When it comes to weight loss, I personally am like aiming at a seven foot tree with like one dart. And a huge heavy dartboard and I'm only five foot three and I'm like okay if I don't get it this one day or this one week or this one second if I don't see the results that I want I'm done one time in my life I was so committed and I worked really hard at it I lost 40 pounds guys it was really cool um but lately I've been kind of shooting at a tall tree and I'm only like five foot three and the tree is like eight feet it's like, all right, come on, give it your best shot. You know, kind of like what you did when you were like in your early 20s. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I'm quite ready to be shooting at this eight foot tree. Have, be intentional, you know, seek out those intentional moments for whatever your plan is, whatever your project, maybe it's a book, you know, if, it, if you have like a book that you want to read and you need to get it done, like, for example, I have a library book that's like way overdue. And I'm still trying to finish it, but I keep taking breaks. And today I'm finally going to set aside some time because it's a holiday weekend. Yay. Um, and read the book and finish it up, return it to the library and pay my duty is fine. Um, just be intentional with what you do, you know, set aside some time. If it's a book, read a couple pages every night. Maybe you read a chapter every night, you know, for like 15 days. Boom. Book is done. You know, if it's 15 chapters, if it's more, you're kind of screwed. Um, maybe you're on a weight loss journey. If you're intentional, really think about the foods that you're putting in your stomach. Think about the food that you're eating. Check the labels. If it's prepackaged food, look at the calorie count. If you're at a restaurant, you know, just be intentional about what 
you consume if you're on a weight loss journey. If you're trying to write a novel, get a great organized journal. I have an author's journal or an author's notebook that literally has like sections for every single thing. Literally from like your story ideas to actually planning out your characters, your settings, and your chapters, which is so cool. It was like 30 bucks on Amazon. Very expensive, but very worth it because I'm trying to plan out like a book that I eventually want to write. I even have a sermon notes journal. So when I catch up and I rewatch some sermons from my church, if I wanted to be more intentional about the sermon notes that I took so I could actually look back on them and refer to them. You know, it's got prayer requests, prompts, takeaways, all that I try to get journals now that have prompts in them because I've realized I am not good at free-flowing journals. I'm just not. Like, unless it's like something that I'm doing that already has structure on paper and I just write the structure out, I recopy that structure. When I write in a journal, I have absolutely no structure. So I say all that to say, be intentional with what you do. Sometimes I feel like we go into things and we have ambitions and we have goals and we have dreams, but we do them mindlessly. We don't have intentionality in what we do. We have a good heart. We have a good reason. We have, you know, like, we're just like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, like we have good intentions, but then like actually, um, carrying out those intentions or executing those intentions is just the the struggle. So I am a list person. I recommend whatever you do, have a list for it, you know, like do a check off chart, whatever you need to do to really be a finisher of something. Being a finisher is not easy. I, I can tell you this from experience. I am not the queen of finishing things. I wish I was. When it comes to like stuff that's like crucial, like work, because I'm a teacher, like it's important for me to be a finisher and I am in that aspect. But when it comes to things like my hobbies, like I am such like a, a unfinished person. Like I love to like try something out and be like, okay, I'm going to move on to the next thing. You know, I have like, I have six different instruments <laughs> and I only really am fluent in like two of them. So that can just, that just kind of gives you a glimpse into how my life is going. Um, I hope that we all strive to be more of a finisher and not like an unfinished product or do things or leave things unfinished. You know, it's kind of like when you're, you got a workbench in your garage and you're working on this project and if, you know, you see it all the time, it's going to start driving you crazy. Well, I, I would hope it would. If I see an unfinished project on a workbench that I started working on and then I didn't touch it, uh, it's going to drive me nuts. I took up whittling. I tried to learn how to whittle and I was trying to work on, I can't remember what I was trying to work on. It was like a butterfly or something. And there was like this one cut that I had to learn how to do with my knife. And I was so scared because the blade was literally coming towards my hand, which is part of whittling. And it was, it just freaked me out. I stopped the project, but you know, you kind of have to get past things. I also got a longboard. Um, and I wanted to, you know, take that up and I wanted to learn how to do that. I was like, you know, maybe I'll finally get a handle on it. Maybe a longboard's easier to find. I can find my stance easier <laughs> balancing on a longboard. Let me tell you, if you're not like one of those people that can strap wheels to your feet and you're fine, that it, it's so hard to stand for me. It's personally just so hard to stand up with something on wheels. I'm so used to sitting, whether it's like a bike or a car or something, it's hard. Um, so 
I went a couple nights ago to like practice, like getting my stance and everything and my board, like my deck is loose. So I got to tighten that up. And it's just, there's just so many things. And I think the problem with being unfinished is, you know, you can always make up mental excuses in your mind. Like I got to do this. I got to do, I can't do this. I can't do that. I got to do this before I can finish it. You know, stop making excuses and finish whatever you need to finish. Guys, I'm so serious. Like, once things are finished, you feel so much better. Like, every time I finish a book, I feel so accomplished, you know? I finally fixed, um, now I gotta go buy new strings, but I finally fixed the, uh, action on my bridge of my guitar. I play guitar. I've been playing for about, like, 12 years, even though it certainly doesn't sound like it. I finally fixed the bridge on my new electric, and it sounds and plays so much better, now I was messing around with my high E string and that is one that you don't want to mess with. And now my high E string is broken, so I gotta buy some new strings this weekend. So yeah. Gonna get those Memorial Day sales at uh guitar center. <laughs> um but here's just a tip. Just be intentional, map out your plan, and have a plan to finish things that you have not finished. I hope that this little session and this little talk encourages you for the rest of the week to be more intentional and execute your intentions on finishing whatever it is you need to finish. Um, maybe this finished thing will take a while. doesn't matter. Have patience. Take out the time. Do what you need to do. Be a master of finishing things. And um, I know that I can't do, I can't finish things on my own. So I got to give all credit, glory, and honor to God for doing that, guys. Um, But, you know, more power to you if you can. Start finishing things. Don't leave things unfinished. Thanks, guys. Until next time, this is DJ Jack signing off. Thanks for tuning in again to Everything Goes. You guys have a great rest of your day or night, depending upon when you're listening. All right. Bye-bye.